Um, hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Let's Swipe. As usual, I'm Amanda, and of course I'm joined by our other lovely host, Erica. Hi, Erica. Hey guys. So we are missing uh, Amy today, but uh, but that is okay because to make up for not having Amy, we do have some listener mail. So. Woo! Listener yeah. mail. Listener mail. Listener mail. All right, let's see. So this is kind of a long one, um, and this comes from a- another Scott. Scott must be a popular name in our uh, listenership, because I think this might be the third, but it's a different Scott. Um, hmm. yeah. All hail so, Scots. <laughs> yeah. All right, so this this person says, hello, ladies. My name is Scott. I'm 44. Just to give you the short version of my story, I was recently divorced from a 20-year marriage just last May. I decided after just a short time that the single life, although I'm pretty good at it, just isn't for me. I need companionship in my life. And where am I going to turn during these COVID times to try to meet women? That's right, the internet. (laughs) I made a profile on a couple of dating sites and away I went. It took me less than a week to discover how cruel and unusual internet dating can be. My first experiences included, but were not limited to, having a local woman try to get me to buy groceries for her and her kids, having a woman show up for a date about 10 years older than she said she was on her profile. She said she was 39 when she was really 48. Then she explained that it was a website error she couldn't fix. We were already there, so I said no big deal and proceeded with dinner. Afterwards, she proceeded to quote, keep me overnight and tried to convince me that she would make a good wife and that she should move in right away. That was really awkward. Wow. Um, I had a couple of conversations online that didn't really go anywhere. We've all definitely been there. Um, Then I had one that I thought was the one. We had so much in common. We had chemistry that I could feel through the phone. We texted back and forth with pictures, not nudes for almost two weeks. We were ready to meet each other and had made plans and then suddenly she told me she didn't feel well one afternoon and that is the last I heard from her. This was about the same time everything was starting to shut down in the state because of COVID and I was actually scared that she might be laying in bed almost dead from COVID and too weak to pick up a phone to call for help. Fortunately, one of my friends let me in on the concept of ghosting to which I had never heard of until that point. Very, very cruel, if you ask me. Immediately after that one, I almost fell victim to a catfish, but my guard was up and I caught it pretty quickly. I recently had a date where the woman told me she could not see us getting, quote, romantically involved, but to definitely keep her number because she found me very entertaining. I found out later that her using it in that context means that she wasn't physically attracted to me. Ouch. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that sucks. Uh, I had several other experiences since then, and one thing was for sure. I needed help with this. I searched out and listened to several podcasts before I finally found Let's Swipe. You ladies have explained a lot of the things that I couldn't find answers to. I just want you to know that when I found Let's Swipe sometime in October, I was so engaged in your words of wisdom that I had to go back to the beginning and marathon your podcast episodes from the beginning. I've now gone through all 41 episodes, and I look forward to every new episode. 
I just wanted to say thank you for deciding to make this podcast, and I look forward to learning something new every time I listen. Sincerely, Scott. P.S. I'm with the lady that wrote in last week. I really want to put faces to voices. P.S.S. You ladies aren't very covert about your secretive St. Midwestern city, and I am single... (laughs) And I am single and living about four hours drive north of you. Just throwing that out there, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much, Scott, for writing in. Um, This this message was, uh, especially the the end, was very lovely. So I'm so glad that you enjoy the podcast. And, of course, we're laughing at your list because so much of what you went through, I think, are the experiences of, of so many people online dating. Um, yeah, definitely had some doozies. I've never had anybody try to get me to buy them groceries. And just keep putting yourself out there, girl. It'll happen. Myself out there. It could happen. <laughs> the year's young. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott, first of all, that's super awesome. Like the fact that somebody's listening and that this helped anybody. Thank you, man. Really, like, because you know we like to think. We're doing this for fun and for giggles and anybody else who would get like a kick out of this. And if it actually does something for somebody, then is so, so worth it. And I say that on behalf of Amanda, who does all the work (laughs) on this podcast. Um, And yeah, dude, like call in, talk to us. I mean, like we want to hear stories like, and it sounds like, You've survived quite a few, and if you don't mind calling in and giving us some details of, like, some of your exploits, we would love to hear it and see where you're at right now. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like Scott should be on this this show. So, Scott, this is, like, an official invite if you would like to Skype in, because I need – there's some of these that I need to know a little bit more about, and I – especially maybe this, like, catfish one. Where he, you know, he almost fell victim to catfish. I'm interested in how he knew the signs and, and got out of that one. Yeah, so uh, we'd love to have you on. If you- if he comes on the podcast, he can see what we look like. Oh, yeah. And bonus. A little ghost just just <laughs> piped in my ear to, to, to say that, yeah, if you come on the podcast, then you would see what we look like. Yes. Um. <laughs> Should we talk about a possible graphics in the in maybe year twenty twenty one slash twenty twenty two? Yeah, we we are working on. Well, do you want to talk about that, Erica? Um, sure. Um, so we have a one of two dear friends who are excellent in the graphic arts. Uh, industry um one of them you all know very well who is flitting about the atmosphere she since she's not with us personally right now but uh the other one is a gentleman who goes by i I i'll just call him by his first letter t i don't know how shy he's going to be about stuff um but he is working on do a little bit of graphics so you all kind of get a cartoony feel for what we look like because we're not going to give you the full product AKA real life. <laughs> so hopefully they'll be coming soon ish. Um, so we're working on that. So keep your, your peepers peeped for that. Yes. And probably the first place that that um, graphic will drop will be on our Instagram page 
Um, so you could follow us on Instagram and be one of the first to see it, um, which it's at Let's Swipe Podcast on Instagram, which of course is run by our beautiful and talented Amy. Well, yeah, that listener mail really made my day. So thanks again, Scott. And um, I guess we should jump into like what's happening in the world of online dating for us, which Erica, I know you're not on the site, obviously, but uh, haven't checked in with you for a while. So how are things going with you? Uh, things are going well. Uh, we are still um together uh the professor and i i am starting to adapt and be able to if there comes a time where maybe he's a little too eloquent on certain subjects i know how to either step away or just kind of gently say hey that's fantastic we've talked about this and i kind of don't want to talk about this right now um so that's good and we are uh like i say attempting um so his big 5-0 B-Day is coming up uh, next month, and he's a big old history buff. So we're going to attempt the COVID gods, um, and we are going to St. Augustine um, for his B-Day, um, just for like a – because his B-Day is right around um, uh, Lincoln's B-Day, um, which is like the 12th. His, his B-Day birthday is on like Lincoln's birthday, as a matter of fact. So – we're going to get like super duper masked up, uh, hop a flight, and then um, a couple days stay in the St. Augustine area, go look at forts and, you know, old old timey type stuff, as Maria Bamford once talked about, um, and uh, go see other stuff and then hop back. And so that's going to be good. It'll be our first trip together and see if we don't massacre each other by the time we're done. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. And I mean, travel is, I feel like, a really important hallmark of whether or not you can really be with somebody is, can you travel with them? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So, that, that'll be interesting. I'll keep you guys updated. Um, if I'm one on any wanted lists, um, I might be podcasting from <laughs> from a... a from an unknown area, but I'll at least uh, check in for my, my fugitive state on the run, you know, as a wanted criminal. But hopefully it won't come to that. Hopefully everything will be A-OK. Yeah, I'm sure it will. That sounds really fun. Yay. I, I don't know why, for some reason, I, maybe because of the one picture I saw of him, he looks so young. I didn't realize he was turning a big 5-0. Yeah, he, he has... A little bit of, of a baby face. He he does know that he he um he does look younger than his age. Um, but that's okay because he's awesome and I love him. But he definitely makes for it in being a sometimes a crotchety old man. But then considering it can be very crotchety myself, like it it, it works out pretty well. Like you've got to balance the youthful looks with being like you know got to shake your fist at some clouds sometimes. So. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I have to fill everybody in on what's happening with the dating sites right now, because I think I'm the only one of us who is on them. But before I do that, I think it's time to pause for a quick sponsor break. Do, do, do. <laughs> we need Amy and her let's all go to the lobby song. <laughs> Okay, I think we're back, everybody. Um, 
so I think last time we talked, Erica, we were talking about like resolutions for the new year. And I also talked about how I was going to use our podcast break, which the listeners didn't get a break from us, but we took a break from the podcast um, for a few weeks. And I was using that time to like work on making me somebody who I would want to date. So, you know, I bought myself some presents and <laughs> tell. okay what yeah. kind of presents uh are these <laughs> well i got some earrings you know and um i guess that's really all i bought myself but i did buy myself some earrings it's like okay you know i'm a, I'm a good I'm a, I'm, I'm a good dater i'm gonna buy some gifts for the person i'm dating me um <laughs> <laughs> but la- earlier this week I did get back on the sites because I was like, okay, taking a little bit of a break. Let me get back on, find love. It's going (laughs) to happen. So I got back on, of course, Bumble. So I went on there and I checked my beehive and I was, there were like three guys I thought were, you know, kind of cute. So I matched with them and (laughs) I mean, this was like a, a real nice, blow to my ego all three of them by day two of chatting just unceremoniously unmatched me oh my <laughs> yeah and so, not so much as a how do you do like on the way out i guess right like I mean, no the, like hey that's nice but uh i don't see us yada 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 blah 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 any right. of that right so two two of the guys well, uh, I think two of the guys unmatched me because it was right after they had asked if I wanted to meet. Like we had texted like three or four times and then they were like, do you want to meet? And I was like, hey, you know what? In under normal circumstances, yes. But I'm a little bit more COVID cautious um, and it's kind of hard to be outside. So, you know, I'd rather chat for a little while longer and then kind of see where that develops before meeting. One of the guys... I said, you know, I understand if that's not what you're looking for right now, you know, because I mean, I do. But then they instead of coming back and saying, oh, yeah, you know, I even with COVID, I'd like to meet in person. um, They just both unmatched me. And so I think that that's what it was, because they had both asked like to meet. And then I was like, hey, I need more time. And so that's fine. But I do kind of feel like in that situation, it's not that hard to be like, "Okay, cool. I'm just looking for, you know something moving a little faster like I don't I I and I mean I know I probably sound like a huge hypocrite because when I think that it's reasonable to unmatch someone I unmatch them right so like (laughs) I realize how I sound but I do always kind of go back to that like just maybe because I'm a midwesterner where it's like if someone isn't being like an asshole it's generally I think better to like, especially in this circumstance, they weren't like, oh, you know what? I think that you are, like, really unfunny, so I'm unmatching with you. Like, okay, I don't need to hear that. Unmatch with me. But this is clearly, like, they wanted to meet. I said no. Is it that hard to be like, okay, cool, good luck to you, and then unmatch? No, it's not. But, again, like, you know, maybe everybody's just so used to the culture of Internet dating, which is – completely would have been completely unacceptable in real life um that they're just like hey like 
I've been ghosted. I've been unmatched. Like, I'm sure it's happened to you. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Like, it's, yeah. you know, it's probably not too much of a second thought, which, again, is unfortunate, but it is what it is, you know. Well, um, honestly, if it hadn't happened, like, three times in, like, 12 hours, yeah. I probably wouldn't have cared. But I was like, oh, okay. Um, but the third guy didn't unmatch. We didn't talk about I don't think we talked about COVID precautions. He, I talked to more than anyone, but he on his profile talked about being, you know, progressive and, you know, he had a very like quote unquote woke profile. Right. And, right. and so we were chatting, something came up like really quickly early on, like we were t- kind of talking politics because of course this was like right after what happened on the Capitol um, on the 6th of January. And so we very quickly were kind of talking about that. And then um, I have a job where I work with young people. And so I had mentioned what, you know, what they were saying with it. And then he was just like, you know, they're, they're going to be the ones who have to change, change the future. And I was like, yeah, but you know what? I kind of think that young people are sick of people our age saying that they have to fix all of the mistakes that came before them. Like sort of like we all need to, you know, let's not put it all on them. And then he was like, I really don't care about making anybody comfortable anymore. And I'm like, yeah, but like, sure. When you're talking to your buddy who's making like low-key racist statements, you don't need to care about his comfortability when you confront him. But like an entire generation of kids, you you just like want to go yell at them to fix our mess. So I thought that was weird, but I'm like, okay, whatever. I was like, I feel like maybe... I get, I get what he's trying to say, and this is not coming off that well in text. So, like, I kept talking to him. <laughs> well, um, and then we were just talking about, like, hobbies and blah, blah. And so I mentioned, because I've also decided that I'm just, I am who I am. And I watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and it's a great show. And if you don't believe that it's a great show, it's probably because you haven't seen it. And I'm, I'm not going to be, um, like, I'm not going to hide my nerd. Not as great of a show as Buffy, because Buffy actually is a great piece of literature, but um, is Melrose Place, which I have been watching a lot of on, on Hulu, because it's the pandemic, and I want comfort. I want 90s television. And so I was talking about Melrose Place, and there's this episode of Melrose Place that's in season one where so there's this character okay so there's this character billy and he goes to this um you know quote unquote bad part of town which really just means it's you know the black part of town like we're using coded language right and he goes there and he gets mugged and so then he of course applies that to everybody in that neighborhood and then there's this other character who is black and she calls him on it and then um, and he's like, well, well, I don't know what I, what, I don't know what I what I did wrong. And then his girlfriend like defends him completely. And so it's this like really great case study. And first of all, like um, how white women so often will side with the patriarchy, you know, when it comes to racism. And then also just the fact that like that episode could have aired today and been just as relevant. And it was like. All very interesting. So I was talking about using it potentially like with the young people that I work with and kind of having them like think critically about it. And, you know, after I sent that message, he immediately unmatched me. Wow. (laughs) 
Yeah, so I'm like, okay, so I don't know. I mean, I can make a lot of guesses, but I I mostly just, and I will also say, like, I had made some jokes, like, when he had been saying that, that, you know, kids need to be the ones changing the world, I had made, like, a joke about the children being our future, and, like, he just didn't, he wasn't laughing at any of the stuff that I was, like, being a little bit more, you know, whatever, humor right. about, and so I'm like, okay, I think maybe he's just not for me, but... <laughs> That's all right. It's probably for the best. Like, again, now that you see some behavioral signs, and not yeah. that, like, oh, if they don't laugh at my jokes and they're humorless and screw them. No, of course. Yeah. But I no. mean, if there's continuing things where you're like, it's always weird that moment where you're like, is that, is that something I should be like, is that a thing or, you know, not like that's such a generic way of saying something, but with something like, is it just because like they don't think that particular thing is funny or maybe our what we're saying to each other doesn't translate in text or mm-hmm. is it's hard to be like, is this just the medium that we're on? If we were in inside of each other, it'd be different. Or is it just, hey, this may be step one of recognizing that this person and I may not be compatible. It's so hard because you just don't yeah. want to dismiss people right off the bat. Like, Oh, well that, sh- that shit was hilarious. Like, <laughs> and if you don't like that, then screw you. But at the same time, you don't want to get the point where you say you actually have a complete conversations with people and they're like, Oh, nope, peace, you know, and then they're out. You're like WTF, you know? Yeah. It's such a I weird th- balance, you it, know? It- I, I agree with everything you're saying. It is a really weird balance. And I think that's why I was kind of, when I got on, I was a little committed to not unmatching with people. Um, like one of the guys I was talking to, I mean, I'm not surprised he unmatched with me. Like he was, um, he wanted to go out and do stuff, but like he was a, nothing against dads, but like he was a dad. And in every conversation he talked about his kid and when I asked about his hobbies, he only talked about things he does with his kids when he has them 50% of the time. And I'm like, okay, well, what about the other 50% of the time? Because, like, I'm not meeting your kids anytime soon. So, like, what would we be doing? I get that you have kids. Cool. But, like, um, but I didn't unmatch him because I was like, well, exactly to your point. Like, I didn't want to dismiss somebody too early because I know that this medium is really difficult to, for me, anyway. I know it's not for a lot of other people texting before I know you, like we've talked about this before, it's really hard for me. And so I'm trying to not dismiss people as quickly as I'm prone to do over, over text. But, but yeah, the guy with the, the, with the Melrose place, and maybe he was just like, I don't want to be having conversations about current events or whatnot, except for like, he brought them up, you know? I mean, it wasn't like I was driving a conversation. I was just kind of responding and trying to like have a conversation and expand on it. So I don't know if he got his panties in a bunch because of um, Melrose Place or oh that's sexist isn't it? <laughs> Guys can wear panties. And I they can know, get them in a bunch. Like, I feel or, like how about the undies in a bunch because everybody's got well yeah. if, except for the people who go commando and I guess they don't get those in the bunch too much because well, there's yeah, nothing in a bunch. I, I feel like panties in a bunch is generally used against women. So yeah, undies in a bunch. He didn't have to get his undies in a bunch. 
Uh, I actually really like that phrase. Let's get a roll up. It's cuter too. It's not so like, oh, don't get your panties in a bunch, girl. It's just, it's like it's undies. Like yeah. everybody's got undies. Like well, I don't even like the word panties. Oh. Yeah, I'm not into it's it. Just, uh, I don't, oh, that's it's cool. A, but I, undies is nice. I like undies. <laughs> I get that panties is supposed to be sexy or whatever, but I just, I don't know. There's a lot of P words that I don't like. So I wonder if I have some sort of, because um, I have misophonia, and I wonder if I just, if there's like, if that's an offshoot of it somehow, because like a lot of P words bother me. Anyways. Um, so I really didn't do a whole lot of swiping. I kind of just went to look directly and then clicked a few people to match on. Um, but I did do a little bit of swiping and this is something that I don't think I've talked about on here before. And so I want to take a moment to talk about it. There is something that I see on guys profiles a lot. And that is jokes about them having a dad bod. So I don't know if you remember from when you were swiping where guys would be like, oh, yeah, I got a dad bod and, you know, oh, yeah, dad bod coming at you or hope you like my dad bod. There were some, not a lot, but some, you know. So, yeah. So talk to me about the the men expressing the dad bod thing. Okay, first of all, if you're a dad and you say you have a dad bod, okay, sure. Fine. I still think it's an overused saying. But, like, dad bod means you kind of have a little bit of a, you're kind of got a softer belly, right? Like, you're not going to be, like, fit and trim. Like, you might be in good shape, but you got a little bit of, a little bit of marshmallow happening, right? Is that your understanding of dad bod? Yeah, yeah. It's just, like, okay. yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, 24-hour gamer never leaves his chair bod, you know, like, and, and maybe that's a gross stereotype and I should be ashamed of myself, but it, it, it's not like I don't do anything at all. You know, yeah. it's just like, yeah, you know, there's, there's some love handles. Yeah. There's some, there's some soft spots, but yeah, but I guess because it's trending or at least it was as of last year is like kind of, kind of hot and in the, in the, the way that, the popular media has it as being like hot for now, like until yeah. they go back to whatever. So yes. Yes. And, and I'm not saying I wouldn't date somebody with a quote unquote dad, bod. I definitely would. Like, I don't, I mean, yeah, but, and this is a question for the dudes out there that or or just anybody looking at women's profiles, I guess, uh, regardless of gender, if you're someone looking at uh, women's profiles, how many women advertise that they have mom bods? Like, it's not cool or acceptable for a woman to have a mom bod, but, like, this dad bod thing is plastered everywhere, and it's supposed to be, like, endearing and adorable, and it's yet just another way that guys get to be like, yeah, I'm overweight, but it's cool because I'm a guy, and they're still going to be, for the most part, swiping on women who meet the unrealistic standard that like we have in society for women and I'm sure not all of them but it is just sociologically like clearly lines up with our ideas of like what's acceptable and attractive from men versus acceptable and attractive from women so I mean like I want to put I'm not a mom 
but I probably have a mom bod. I would like to put on my profile mom bod and just see what fucking happens. Oh, do it. I mom actually, I now. double dog dare you to do it and <laughs> see like, what kind of response you get because I'm curious. And like, not that I'm any sort of defender, but I think, again, these dudes are like, look. Just so you don't bitch that, like, I, you know, not because, again, that seems to be, like, a very slanted word. You don't complain if we ever meet in public and you see I've got this belly or whatever. You're like, I thought you were hotter than your pictures. And rah, 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 rah. I mean, they're like, look, girl, like, men can't say they're curvy, so they're going to say they got a dad bod, you know? Well, like, um, I, that is a good point. That they're, yeah, curvy does seem to be gendered language, so I don't think too many guys put that. And so maybe this is their way of saying they're curvy. I, I like that. I think it's A and B. I think it's both. Like some of it's just like, hey, I get to get away with the dad bod. Just all, and I think also sometimes they're like, eh, I might be a little chunky when you see me, girl. You know? Well, yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, I know that that's what they're saying, but I think my point is just that it's so acceptable that it's I'm seeing it on so many profiles because like you said it has become trendy it's become this like go-to thing and so society is basically giving dudes a pass for being out of shape which I honestly think everybody should have a pass for being out of shape um, especially during COVID also we have unrealistic ideas of what in shape is and out of shape anyway it's very one-sided, I guess, is my point. I don't think that women are allowed that same cute little, oh, I'm out of shape, hee, hee, hee. Um, I, don't, I don't think we have anything really to signify that. That's true. <laughs> Although I really am totally serious about the mom bod thing, like in, on your profile. Dad bod is equivalent to junk in the trunk. I like that, too. Hey, a little ghost whispered in her ear. <laughs> I thought junk in the trunk meant just so you had, like, a shapely and big ass. Mm, yeah, but it just meant, like, more than the traditional fit, to borrow the British term, like, backsides, you know. Yeah, but I guess I always thought junk in the trunk meant it had nothing to do with your fitness. So some people genetically True. have... More. have larger butts but they can still be in extreme and their butt can still be firm it's just larger yeah. I, that's what i always thought junk in the trunk was yeah curvy maybe it is just curvy maybe it's yeah, just a male equivalent of curvy um yeah so i mean i don't know the dad but the dad bun thing is the thing that like riled me up most lately so i guess i guess i'm going to on on my Bumble, because that's the site that I care less about. <laughs> it'll be your test site. Like, it'll, it'll be my be test site. <laughs> and I'm going to put, um, you know, mom bod and then parentheses, um, you know, without the without the kids or something. <laughs> so it doesn't look like I'm saying I'm a mom. Right. What other sites do you have active, madame, besides our um, test, testing ground? Yeah, so I currently just have Bumble and OkCupid active. Um Okay, Cupid. I was okay. Right before Christmas, I was talking to this guy who was really, really nice. We didn't write that many messages, but they were always long. And then he he wrote me before Christmas, and then it was like Christmas. And then I went camping. I went out of town to go camping, 
And now I'm just sort I never responded to him. And now it's been like a month. It's one of those things where if I could meet him, I would probably write him back and be like, hey, let's hang out. But I don't, it's been really hard for me to be like, okay, I want to go like be a pen pal with this guy. So I've kind of laid off of OkCupid this week just because I don't know what to do with that message. And I should probably write him back. I mean, he didn't unmatch me. He's just let the message hang there. So I kind of feel like if somebody doesn't close out the conversation, then it's okay, even if it takes you a while to respond. I almost feel like because the end is so close, meaning more and more people will be getting vaccinated in the next couple months, I feel like for me, it's like, well, should I just be pressing pause until I can go meet people or should I continue trying to have these conversations? I feel like you should keep it going. I mean, just have a video chat or so with this person. I mean, just because you can't meet, you know, just because it's cold and COVID and everything else now, I mean, you can still talk to them like video, you know, if they're willing. And like, I think it's a good time to like, build a base ground because you know inevitably just because you talk to somebody via text or even chat like whenever the vaccinations come and you know everybody's you know and and or also the weather finally warms up so you can socially the base is already there and you meet in them and like oh you're extra awesome in real life or like oh hey we don't jive quite as much in real life like there's i mean that's just my two cents i say just keep pressing forward you know um with the expectation that if you know even it's a couple months down the line if and even if nobody's vaccinated it's just it'll be warm enough to go do something yeah that's true so um yeah, I mean, maybe my goal this week will be reaching out to this guy and um, then, of course, might change my Bumble profile <laughs> to say mom bod. Um, and I'll see what happens this week. I feel a little bit like since I seem to be the only person, of course, if, if Amy ever joins us in corporeal form again and she decides to get back on the sites, which may not happen uh, for a while. So I, I may be carrying this torch So I feel like you guys are going to need to give me, like, challenges to do, something to, like, make me do one thing I have to do each week and then report back on because (laughs) it left in my own devices. Like, I I am the worst online dater of the three of us, which is why probably I'm still... (laughs) Online. No, I just <laughs> randomly lucked out until like if he's just like I'm tired of your shenanigans, woman, and I'll be like, why well, didn't need any more, any more lectures, professor? <laughs> In which case, I'll be like, all right, god damn it, I'm back. Um, but yeah, but we can definitely do that. And again, if if the spirit of Amy is out there somewhere listening, uh, whenever she, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> Whenever she is up and ready to get on the saddle again, um, there's going to be stories yeah. and we're going to have fun. Um, but yeah, I guess at least for now, like, yeah, talk to Mr. Mr. Dude, they, Mr. No Month, like one month out dude yeah. they even talked to, uh, Mom Bod. And wow. I guess that's enough, I would think, enough homework, you I know, think for that's now. Homework. Yeah, I think that is, that's a good, a good start. Um, and I think we are definitely about out of town, a time. So any final thoughts, Erica? Oh, uh, no, just 
we love the listener mail. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for writing in. Keep writing in. Keep Tell us if we're right. Tell us if we're wrong. Tell us some stories. Come on. Talk to us. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Amanda, we we'll see us out with the usual de- details. Yes, our outro. So um, all of those things Erica said that you should do, um, you can do that by writing into us at letswipepod at gmail.com. That's letswipepod with no apostrophe at gmail.com. And then you can also follow us on Instagram, and that is at letswipepodcast on Instagram. Um, follow us, uh, leave some comments. Let us know what you thought about an episode, anything. Otherwise, we'll see you guys next week uh, with another episode. Hope you guys are enjoying the shorter format um, that we've gone back to. And that's it. Bye, everybody. We love you. Love you, too. Bye, guys.